now as to the ceremonial a procession suggested joe binney just so said hugh morris the very thing as was in my mind and a throne cried malone there couldn't be a proper queen without a throne you know the carpenter can make that anyhow for there's wood galore on the island red black and white yes we must have a grand throne cut and carved and mounted high so as she'll have two or three steps to climb up to it in regard to the procession and the throne there was considerable difference of opinion but difficulties were got over and smoothed down at last by the tact and urbanity of dominic to whom finally the whole question of the coronation was committed thus it frequently happens among men in the multitude of counsellors there is a wisdom enough usually to guide in the selection of the fittest man to take the helm in all important affairs and that reminds us that it is high time to terminate this long digression and guide our readers back to the beginning of the chapter where we stated that the important day had at last arrived happily in those highly favored climes weather has not usually to be taken much into account the sun arose out of the ocean's breast with the same unclouded beauty that had marked his rise every morning for a week previously and would probably mark it for a week to come the sweet scents of the wooded heights floated down on the silver strand the sharks ruffled the surface of the lagoon with their black fins the birds hopped or flew from palm tree to mimosa bush and the waterfowl went about according to taste on lazy or whistling wings intent on daily business much as though nothing unusual were in the air but it was otherwise with the human family on big island unwanted excitement was visible on almost every face bustle was in every action preparations were going on all around and as some members of the community were bent on giving other members a surprise there was more or less of secrecy and consequent mystery in the behavior of everyone by breakfast time little mrs nobbs the blacksmith's laughter-loving wife had nearly laughed herself into fits of delight at the crown which she assisted mrs welsh and the widow lynch to fabricate the last had devised it mrs welsh had built it in the rough and mrs nobbs had finished it off with a pretty little wreath of red and white branching coral that formed its apex apart from the taste it was a stupendous erection but don't you think that it's too big and heavy cried mrs nobbs with a shrieking giggle and clapping of her hands as she ran back to have a distant view of it phew exclaimed mrs lynch contemptuously too heavy no it's nothing my dear to what the queens and kings of munster wore but miss pauline is neither a king nor a queen of munster and i do think it's a bit over heavy objected mrs welsh as she lifted the structure with difficulty well you might take off the wreath was the widow's reply mrs nobbs removed the only part of the erection that was really pretty but still it was pronounced by mrs welsh to be too heavy especially for the fair and delicate brows of pauline rigonda while they were thus engaged dr marsh entered the hut where for the sake of secrecy the crown had been prepared 
but dr marsh was a privileged man besides he was there professionally little brown eyes was sick not seriously but sufficiently so to warrant medical intervention well what have we here ladies said the doctor blandly part of the throne eh sure it is in a sort of way for it's the crown answered mrs lynch and they think it's over heavy not at all by no means cried the doctor heartily it's splendid put the wreath on so nothing could be finer shall i carry it up for you the coronation is fixed for noon you know so that we may have time to finish off with a grand feast no no doctor dear thank ye kindly but we must cover it up so as not to let the people see it till the right time well see that you're not late with it having caused brown eyes to put out her little tongue and felt her pulse and nodded his head gravely once or twice without speaking all of which must have been highly comforting and beneficial to the child the doctor went out not long afterwards the people began to assemble around the palace in front of which a wondrous throne had been erected down in a dell behind a cliff some fifty men had assembled secretly with a crown on a cushion in their midst they were headed by dr marsh who had been unanimously elected to place the crown on pauline's head in the palace pauline was being prepared by mrs lynch and mrs nobbs for the ceremony on top of a mound close to the palace a band of conspirators was assembled these conspirators were screened from view by some thick bushes otto Rigonda was their ringleader teddy malone and little buxley formed the rest of the band otto had found a dead tree its trunk had been hollowed by decay he and his fellow conspirators had sawn it off near to the ground and close to the root they had drilled a touch hole this huge piece of ordnance they had loaded with a heavy charge of the ship's gunpowder otto now stood ready with a piece of slow match at the touch hole and another piece lighted in hand suddenly about the hour of noon abel welsh the carpenter and nobbs the blacksmith issued from the palace with two long tin implements secretly for two weeks previously had these devoted men retired every night to the opposite extremity of big island and frightened into fits the birds and beasts of that region with the sounds they produced in practising on those instruments applying the trumpets to their lips they sent forth a tremendous though not uniform blast the surrounding crowd who expected something but knew not what replied with a cheer not unmixed with laughter for the two trumpets after the manner of asses had to make some ineffectual preliminary efforts before achieving a full-toned bray an answering note from the dell however repressed the laughter and awoke curiosity next moment the doctor appeared carrying the crown and followed by his fifty men armed with muskets rifles fowling pieces and revolvers their appearance was so realistic and impressive that the people forgot to cheer at the same moment the palace door was thrown open and dominic led the youthful queen to the foot of the throne poor little pauline looked so modest and pretty and even timid and withal so angelically innocent in the simplicity of her attire that the people burst into an earnestly enthusiastic shout 
and began for the first time to feel that this was no game or play but a serious reality things had been so arranged that pina and dr marsh reached the foot of the throne together then the latter took the pretty coral wreath off the huge crown and to widow lynch's felt but not expressed indignation placed that on pauline's head pauline rigonda he said in a loud voice i have been appointed by the people of this island to crown you in their name and by their authority as queen of refuge islands in the full belief that your innocence and regard for truth and righteousness will be their best guarantee that you will select as your assistants the men whom you think best suited to aid you in the promotion of good government the serious tone of the doctor's voice and the genuine shouts of satisfaction from the people put the poor little queen in such a flutter that nearly all her courage forsake her and she could scarcely reply nevertheless she had a mind of her own dr marsh and my dear people she said at last i-i scarcely know how to reply you overrate me altogether but-but if i rule it all i will do so by the blessed truths of this book she held up a bible and-and before taking a single step further i appoint as my-my prime minister if i may so call him joe binney for one moment there was the silence of amazement for neither dominic nor dr marsh knew of pauline's intention only the widow lynch had been aware of her resolve next moment a hilarious cheer burst from the crowd and teddy malone from his retreat shouted god bless the queen which infused hearty laughter into the cheer whereupon welsh and nobs thinking the right time had come sent out of their tin tubes and after a few ineffectual blurts two terrific brays fearing to be too late one of the armed men let off his piece which was the signal for a grand feu de joie now for it thought the chief conspirator in the bushes as he applied his light to the slow match he thought nothing more just then for the slow match proved to be rather quick fired the powder at once and the monster cannon bursting with a hideous roar into a thousand pieces flew otto through the bushes and down the mound at the foot of which he lay as one dead consternation was on every face the queen dropping her crown sprang to his side dr marsh did the same but otto recovered almost immediately that was a stunner he said with a confused look putting his hand to his head as they helped him rise. Strange to say, he was none the worse of the misadventure, but did his part nobly at the royal feast that followed. That night, she who had risen with the sun as Pauline Rigonda laid her fair young head upon the pillow as the Island Queen. End of chapter 8